0: Hello everyone, welcome back to TechPond today. I'm here with Robin from SmartQ, hello. Hey, Christian. Please tell us more about SmartQ. How do you you help people?
1: All right. Um, So SmartQ is a sales effectiveness platform for enterprise sales teams. Uh, We help sales reps move away from vanilla cookie cutter product demos for their prospects to personalized product demos so that they can accelerate their sales cycles. Uh, with SmartQ, sales leaders can bring consistency in their demo pitches, uh, improve their conversion rates, and gain insights on how to continually refine their sales demo process. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so what's the biggest problem that you solve?
1: Yeah, so, uh, you know, you know, so, The biggest problem that we help solve is helping sales reps avoid, you know, very boring feature vomit type of product demos when they're doing product demos of their products to their prospects, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, By personalizing their product demo, we help these sales reps take their prospects to the aha moment faster, right? So it's a win-win for both. The prospect who quickly gets to see how the sales rep really solves their problem, and for the sales rep, the opportunity is qualified faster and moves faster through the sales funnel.
0: Okay, okay, it makes does that sense. make sense? Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. So you cool. accelerate the process, the process, and the cut out the unnecessary things.
1: Yeah. Well, it, it's definitely about cutting out unnecessary things. It's you know, it's it's the simple eighty twenty principle, right? So if yes. Christian is a prospect of mine, uh, if he comes to me. He probably is dealing with a problem that he wants to solve, right? Mm -hmm. The first thing and the most critical thing that I as a sales rep needs to do is to show Christian how my product can solve that problem. Everything else is just gravy, right? It's like, okay, Christian doesn't really care. You don't care that, oh, my my product has AI, my product has uh, intelligence and analytics. All you really care about is does it solve my problem? problem? Yes. Right, and and that's what we are trying to enable sales teams to be able to do with SmartQ.
0: Mm-hmm. What the what are the top three features that uh, that you have? Okay,
1: all right. So so this this may be a little bit abstract, but but really, there's two I think very key features to SmartQ, and then one of them may have two parts to it. So so let's start with the the first one, which is the first key feature for us is simplicity, right? And the reason I say that is because sales reps and you know, a lot of the time sales engineering teams can create their demos lightning fast with SmartQ, right? Okay. No more spending hours and tons of resources for every custom demo request that comes to them from a prospect or from the sales team.
0: And that is a,
1: a huge problem currently in any enterprise sales teams, right? The second is is related to simplicity, which is, I think SmartQ has the simplest learning curve, right? Our North star for the product has always been, how can we add value to a sales team by fitting into their existing workflow rather than forcing them to learn a new tool and spend hours on training and onboarding and integration, right? Yeah. And uh, that, that actually has been our North Star right from day one. Um, and, and, and if you ask me for a third feature is, I will say insights, right? So okay. all these years, when you think about it, sales leaders have always known, okay, how many meetings has my sales rep done in a given week? But what they did not have an insight into is how much time did the rep spend giving a demo? versus on the slide deck versus chit-chatting, right? More importantly, when your sales rep is giving a demo, how do you know that your sales rep is actually following the playbook that you and the team created, that this is how we should showcase our product? Which module and feature does the sales rep spend most of his or her time on? Mm -hmm. What is resonating with the client versus not? Those are the kind of insights that SmartQ can provide, which are invaluable to any sales team.
0: I understand, I understand. It's on your website that uh, different teams can use uh, SmartQ. Can you tell us more about that?
1: Uh, Sure, yeah. So, you know, our our obvious and primary use case is for sales teams so that you can, you know, sort of deliver demos which are contextual and relevant to your target audience. Mm -hmm. Now, the same framework can actually be Mm -hmm. used internally by product teams you know when you think of a, a new joinee right uh, a new employee that's coming in how is the traditional onboarding done they're like okay here you know watch a watch a video check out this powerpoint yes. you know shadow a couple of salespeople. Um, someone from the product team may give you a demo may not Uh, And then if you're a little bit more mature, you're like, oh, we have a cool LMS system. Why don't you go in? And uh, there will be at the end of reading and watching all of these videos, you will have a multiple choice question. And if you answer all of them correctly, we will say, quote unquote, that you are uh, certified. Right. Now, the problem is through all of this, the new employee has not ever used the product the actual product that you want to sell, yes. or you know, want the employee to understand. With That's SmartQ, no you can do that, right? And not just like, oh, you know, here are the twenty features that my product has, but take it a step forward and allow every individual, every employee, to understand what is the value proposition of my product or of a particular module or or a specific feature, and how does that actually resonate with different audiences right so the, the training and onboarding becomes very very contextual and very powerful right so now when a when a new employee goes in front of a customer they not only know how the product works but they also know what is the value that the product provides for this prospect yes right uh, uh. and so for so so Especially in enterprise companies, where it takes about four to five months for you know perhaps a sales rep to quote unquote be be market ready, with mm-hmm. SmartQ you can actually shorten that to you know a few weeks.
0: Nice, right?
1: Nice. So so that's that's the I, I think that's a that's a very powerful uh, second use case, right? And, and finally, and if if you want to take it a step forward, uh, we've had some of our customers sort of use SmartQ as a train the trainer um, platform okay. that. Okay, we've sold. We, as Company X, have sold our product to Company Y. Now, how do we ensure that you know Company Y is fully trained and onboarded on our product? You know, how do we create a training module that ensures that they are getting full value out of our product? And so, they've actually used SmartQ to build out sort of training modules for their companies, right? So, so those are some of the early uh, you know signs of. of Uh, multiple different problems that we're potentially able to solve that we're seeing.
0: Um, Regarding what you said earlier, you can't sell something that you don't understand it yourself. Yes. (laughs) Absolutely. You said
1: it. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Let's talk a bit about the pricing plans. Um, Do you offer a free trial?
1: Uh, Yes, we do. So we offer a a fully featured two-week trial for anyone that wants to come in and uh, experience the product. Um, and uh, after that, you know, if you're a solopreneur or a creator or a very small team, we have affordable, very affordable sort of creator plans. Um, and also for our fellow startup founders, we have a startup plan. Uh, we know your pains, and we, we would love to work with uh, all of my fellow founders who are growing and scaling their businesses. And and of course, we we have enterprise enterprise plans for some of our large enterprise customers with really you know nice. decent sized sales teams of fifteen or more folks. But yeah.
0: And uh, what are your integrations? What are some, uh, some software yeah, to integrate? So, with?
1: So, so, you know, early days for us, but but as a sales effectiveness platform, a no greater for us is to integrate with uh, CRM tools, right? Okay. Because at the end of the day, every sales team wants to be able to track and link back every sales activity back into their CRM. To be able to run analyses on them and be able to sort of um, uh, determine the value and effectiveness of not just every tool that they have in their arsenal, but also the performance of their individual sales reps, right? So, so mm-hmm. that is um, uh, an integration that we have. We're actually coming up with a ton more, uh, including integrations with like a Loom. Uh, you should you, you will soon be able to sort of export out a lot of your um, Demos or demo libraries out into like PowerPoints or PDFs or or just uh, you know dynamic URLs so that you're able to share it mm-hmm. uh, with uh, your prospects. Even post your call, or as a leave behind and things like that. Uh, we're we're looking to integrate with tools like you know LinkedIn and and a lot of uh, sales intelligence tools out in the market. Mm-hmm. Um, we're in discussions with uh, with with some large sort of LMS providers to sort of Partner up and um, you know integrate into their uh, products as well, but a lot happening. It's early days. Yes, um, yes, yes. <laughs> But yeah. but yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's where we are.
0: That's great. That's great. When did you start the company and how did you come up with the with the idea?
1: Ah oh, man, uh, that is a that is a interesting question. And and you know, uh, so the company uh, essentially started in like October of twenty twenty one. Right. Okay. Um. So. So. Not too long ago at all. Um. But. Um. But. But. Really. Um. You know. The. The genesis of the idea. Um. Would have started. I want to say about ten years ago because. Uh, as. As background. Right. Uh. I have spent most of my professional career as a solutions consultant or a solutions architect uh, in a lot of enterprise software companies, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I was always part of sales functions, um, but and, and my team was responsible for what was back then called sales training, but mm-hmm. nowadays it's transformed into this buzzy term of sales enabled, right? Back then it was just sales training or sales readiness. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but even back then I sort of watched as sales reps really struggled to do justice to the products that we were selling because they were doing vanilla cookie cutter demos. Uh, My my team and I, you know, we implemented a number of different solutions, whether it's like LMS solutions or uh, even, you know, product walkthrough tools, but none of them really worked uh, in ensuring that we had standardized product demos, right? So the big aha moment for me was during one of these sales offsites where we were supposed to enable or train all of the sales folks, uh, one of the sales reps, uh, she came up to me and said that, hey, Robin, you know, this, uh, this fancy efficiency tool that you're trying to deploy, it really only is trying to improve the efficiency of my boss. But for <laughs> me and for all the rest of us, it really is only adding friction to my workflow. And that was a, a big sort of light bulb moment for me, right? Uh, and, and sort of fast forward to 2020, um, I'd sort of moved back to India, the pandemic hit, virtual selling is now so much more commonplace, right? And now a side effect of virtual selling is that sales reps, Can no longer just wine and dine or schmooze their prospects to a deal. You now have a short thirty-minute Zoom call to convince your prospect that hey, you know, your solution or product really solves their pain points. And because of that, your product now has to shine. Product demos, which were critical back then, are now even more critical (laughs) in the sales process. Yeah, right. So. So yeah, I mean that that really it's a long-winded story, but that essentially really was the perfect storm for me to try and solve this problem of uh, you know standardizing yet personalizing product demos, right? Yeah. And then um, I tried to learn from some of the mistakes that we made, some of the observations that I saw, and the key thing that came out for me was that if I am to build any Sales effectiveness product for sales team. The bedrock has to be that how do I reduce or eliminate friction and fit into a sales rep's existing workflow and build something that is sales rep first. Mm-hmm. Because if mm-hmm. I don't, uh, the odds of sort of adoption will go down drastically. Because Absolutely. now I'm forcing the salesperson to like learn a new tool. And you know, if you know the industry or the space, there's always new tools out there, right? <laughs> yeah uh, always a fancy new tool but but yeah so so that's that's uh the genesis of the company so to speak uh
0: you know with all this marketing people may think that uh, oh you come up with an idea and in three months the product is ready you have 50 employees and all that but in reality know. You, you had the idea for over <laughs> 10 years and the problem you saw the problem continue right? to happen and yeah that's, That's a reality true. I know
1: <laughs> exactly. you only read the the cool stories uh, in the in in the on the blogs and on the yes. internet, but in reality it is a it is a slow, not always glamorous journey,
0: yeah, yeah, um, yeah. so w- what's your vision for the product? Uh, what other upgrades do you plan to 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 implement?
1: so you know I mean, um in terms of vision, right? If we really talk about the vision, um, mm-hmm. we try to we try not think about feature functionality specifically, right? Uh, what, like I said, right? We we try and go back whenever we're building anything that, you know, is it staying true to our north star of adding value by fitting into the sales reps existing workflow, right? That's that's always the question we ask whenever we're building something new, right? Um, and. Where what we really want SmartQ to become is we really want to be the second brain for the sales rep, right? Think of okay. Jarvis for Iron Man, right? So, <laughs> so, so, that's 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 the vision, really. That that you know, whenever a sales rep uh, has anything that they need to do, which to to sort of move their deal forward, they are interacting with SmartQ in some form or the other, right? We. we in the long run, we hope that SmartQ can, you know, become a verb like Salesforce or more recently Loom. Right? Anytime yes, you're yes, trying yes. to do a demo, a pitch, yes. a training, and onboarding, we yes. want sales teams to just SmartQ it. But uh, that, that's that, that's that's my answer to to my vision. Right? Mm-hmm. Hope that's helpful. <laughs>
0: Um, and um, what's your tool stack for the company? I don't know what uh, CRM do you use internally? What project management tool do you use? Or what what, what t- tools do you use uh, for your company?
1: So look, so so we're like very very early stage, right? Mm-hmm. And we try to our our inclination is to deliver faster, uh, even it even if it is at the expense of uh, fewer processes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but having said that, you know, in the past, uh, couple of quarters, uh, we have Zoho as our CRM, uh, Mm -hmm. and then we use ClickUp pretty much, uh, for everything related to product, right. Um, for communication, obviously we we use Slack, like every other, uh, company out there. Um, but, but yeah, that's, that's the, that's the sort of, you know, sales stack, if you will, or, or not just sales, stack, just the tech stack at the company. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you want to know more about, more about the product tech stack, uh, I mean, I can give you it, like, it, it's based based on, on JavaScript, so it's a pretty lean tech stack. So, you know, yeah. React, Next, Node, uh, you know, backends on Postgres hosted on AWS, but, but yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I was curious about the software that you're using because I thought with the podcast, we can also help people. So let's say uh, eight out of 10 founders says they use ClickUp for their project management. right, it's, right. It's something, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. So ClickUp is great. I actually love ClickUp. And, and I think uh, the, the other tool that, that I personally use and that I now swear by, uh, you know, as startup founders, we, we do a thousand things, but we can't really afford an executive assistant. But okay. I use a a tool called Motion, not not Notion, but okay.
0: Motion, right? Okay, uh, I'll check yeah, it out. Motion.
1: yeah, you sh- I think you should. So, so it's basically uh you know a Calendly or a, a calendar management mm-hmm. uh, product, and I love it. Like, I mean, I I started using it a few months back, and it really has become, you know, my um, my, my my smart assistant, like my Jarvis.
0: <laughs> for for the past <laughs> weeks, I've been searching for a calendar app. To use the time block blocking technique, if you if you heard ah, about yeah. it, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I yeah. I didn't manage to find something that I like, so maybe I can I'll give yeah, a motion a try. Can. Yeah, you should. <laughs> okay. You should. Um. So let's talk a bit uh, about you before closing the the podcast. I'd love to hear sure. more of your backstory, how you started all uh, your career.
1: Ah. Uh, okay. All right. So. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I, I, I think that Sai shows you how old I am, yes, guess, right? Uh, <laughs> because I have to think, I have to go back, I have to go back uh, over a decade now. But okay. um, yeah, I, I have a computer science degree uh, from here in India. Uh, and then uh, I got an MBA from um, Willamette University out in Salem, Oregon in the U.S. Um, post my MBA, I spent 10 plus years um, with startups of various sizes, uh, all in the B2B SaaS space, uh, selling to enterprise clients, mostly in the U.S. My role at these companies, like I said, was, you know, always at the intersection of sales and product. So solution mm-hmm. consultant, solution architect. Um, and um, yeah, I think, you know, that's that's kind of my journey. Um, I mean, the, the one thing that I'd say is that it, it's a little bit unconventional because, I was never a great student. Um, you know, as an engineering student, I was it was always, especially when you live in India, you know, that you have
0: uh it's a pressure. you want to be
1: the yeah, yeah if you want to be the ideal son, you either become an engineer, a doctor, or a chartered accountant, right? Um Yeah.
0: I I've I picked, about uh,
1: that. I, yeah, right. So 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 I picked the, I think the easiest of the three. <laughs> um that I was never, never great at it. Uh, and uh, I kept thinking that you know i always had an entrepreneurial event of mine i come from an entrepreneurial family you know uh, uh my, my father's always had his own business and things like that and i was like man that's what i want to do i don't i don't know if i want to like you know spend my life you know in a in a in a you know in a room uh just coding i like people i think i have a way with people and so i was like all right i think i need to do an mba but uh everyone was like well. You're never going to get into a B school because you're such a bad student. I'm like, well, we'll see, right? And yeah. um, I, I right. also realized right that I was like, yeah. I realized that you know I didn't I didn't want to live in India either to get my uh, mm-hmm. MBA because again I would always be compared against
0: yes all yes. of my so really to, smart
1: uh, friends. The and, place. Yeah, and so so you know I gave my GMAT and I got into Willamette. I I got a full scholarship, which actually no one in my family, I think till date believes that I did, Uh, they're like, that's, that's not possible. Like Robin getting a full scholarship, it's just, it doesn't make sense. But but yeah, man. And so, so that, that really is the backstory to how, you know, um, I love it. I love it. I I, hope uh, it inspires people.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I love it. (laughs) Great story. (laughs) And um, one last question. What's one piece of advice for someone who wants to get started in sales?
1: Ooh, if you want to get started in sales. So let's say,
0: me, I want to become an BDR or an SDR.
1: Right. Uh, so I, I think the, the biggest or the best quality that you could have is be persistent. Okay. Right. And, and, be, and be okay with, uh, with no. Because as glam- glamorous as a sales role sounds, it is 100 no's before uh, a, a one yes. Just, right, uh, and just like
0: here. <laughs>
1: exactly, exactly. There you go. Right, and and that that I think is the key um, to being a good salesperson. Is that how do you filter out the, the negativity and the noise, and then really just focus on on the big picture and the and the outcome. Right. Um, obviously, you have to be a people person. You have to like people to be a good salesperson. Right. Uh, be able to relate to them. Um, but yeah, I mean, breaking into sales. So, so I'll say this, right? So, breaking into sales or being a, a salesperson is not hard. Being a great salesperson is damn hard, right? Uh, and, and 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 while you know you, you hear of these Steve Jobsian kind of people who like use their charisma and sell something, but I think the greatest salespeople also have a process mm-hmm. combined with rigor and, you know, this, this really thick skin and, uh, full headedness that really takes them ahead. Right. Uh, I had, I, you know, in front of the pack. I understand. I understand. Hopefully, um... hopefully that, 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 that can help. <laughs> right. I mean, these are some of the learnings that I've had by looking at some, some great salespeople around yeah. me, uh, of trying to sell for the past year with smart trying to sell alone as a solo founder. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, people can can find some, uh, uh, you know, inspiration from it.
0: Um, and is there anything else that you want to tell us today?
1: Uh, you know, actually, I, I I will say one thing, right? So, uh, like I said, I am a solo founder, and that comes with its own set of challenges. So while I've been lucky to have a great support system, I now definitely realize the value of having a co-founder or at least a a really good second in command who is, you know, on this wild ride with you, right? Having to deal with the ups and downs as a solo founder is fine, but I know what I will not ever do with my next startup is go solo again. Right. So, so that's, that's, I think one thing that I will leave you with is that if you can have a co-founder.
0: But uh, can't you do it right now? I don't know. Is there, uh, yeah, there I, I any can, way?
1: I can. I I can. I absolutely can and I am I am looking, but you know, it's it's always it's it's uh it's not the same.
0: Yeah, as starting right? from it's, zero, you mean, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. Right. It's like when 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 the when the two or three or four of you like have the germ of an idea together, like you kind of grow yeah. with it together, it's 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 very different. From having an idea and then, uh, you know, finding someone to buy into it, right? So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so that's always a challenge.
0: Yeah, I hope you can find someone and uh, find the, the the right terms to do it. And yeah, I wish you all the best.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Christian. I appreciate it. <laughs>